Hey Light Church, welcome to our virtual gathering. However you found us this morning, I'm so excited that you did. Just before we jump in, I just wanted to thank our whole team who've been putting on these virtual gatherings over the past five to six months. They've been so sick and I know so many of you have been loving them as well. Anyway, I'm Becca and here at Light Church, I oversee the creative side of church and I'm joined today by my brother and our pastor, Dan Belshaw. Hey. I'm so excited for this morning. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah, legit. What are we talking about? We're going to be talking about creativity and also we're going to be asking the question, is everyone creative? And also talking about what are the things that actually hinder creativity? It's going to be good. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's jump in. Okay, so this is something that I hear so often, especially and ironically in creative circles where people are like, I'm not creative or I'm not a creative person. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if that's true, mm. but do you think there's a difference between being inherently creative mm. and kind of being creative in like a... In an artistic ex- yeah, sense. in an artistic yeah. sense. I, yeah, definitely. I think artistic creativity is a an expression from a deeper sense of creativity. I think every human... So humanity was spoken into existence mm. in a creative act. Yeah. God spoke and everything we encounter and experience was spoken into existence. Yeah. Like the, the causality, the effect of God, we, we are that effect. Mm. So when God says, let us make man in our image and likeness, mm. we have been created like God. Yeah. So in this creative act, there's a deeper sense. It's like woven into our fabric that we create. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So the, the artistic creativity flows out. It's like an expression. Mm. But that creativity is deeper than just what is done. It, it's kind of part of who we are. Yeah. It, to be human, we are creative beings. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I do feel like people kind of, uh, they group creative, creative people mm. with obviously those kind of artistic things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. forget that I think... There's so much creativity in a different perspective, mm. in like putting a yeah, sick yeah. outfit together, you know what I mean? <laughs> things yeah. like that. Yeah. Just just doing things differently yeah. and changing your way of thinking mm. is so creative. And like yeah. even our imagination. Oh, do you know I, what I, mean? I was, I was going to say our imagination is literally the part that's in us. We are creative beings yeah. and that manifests in our image, our right, imagination. And it's like you think about it, everything, every single person has ideas. Yeah. And they are. It, you know it's like invisible an idea is intangible yeah. it's not something you can pick up and totally. pass around it is something that has to be shared but mm. for an idea to actually come out it has to be like manifested yeah now the like i was saying about artistic creativity being an expression mm-hmm. that that expression is the idea the thing that's seen or or whatever it might be being manifested using yeah. you know paints or totally. clay or you know those same 12 notes on the keyboard or yeah. whatever it might be. Um, it, or it might be the way that you um, make that decision to bring up your kids mm. or that, that different way of looking at things when it comes to a situation that's painful or yeah. difficult. Or it might just be a perspective that uh, there's something we decide to change. You know, we were talking earlier about future. Yeah. About how uh, humans have this ability to kind of zoom out of ourselves like transcend ourselves this sort of this soul part of us has this ability to to go where am i now how do i feel this is where i exist in this space and this time Mm. 
but this is where I want to be. This is the future I want to yeah, have. Yeah. Or this using our God-given imagination and mm. this sort of invisible realm that we live in, yeah. our ideas, our knowledge, uh, you know, our intellect, our feelings, it's, none of it's tangible. Yeah, for sure. But we channel that into something. Yeah. And that looks like future. Honestly. I think that's, that's so amazing. Cool. It is. So when people say, oh, I'm not creative, like to me, I'm like, no, because actually we miss out on this fundamental part of ourselves. Yeah. And actually God's self-revelation creativity is one of the languages god speaks yeah like our ability to step out of our comfort zone to believe for something mm -hmm. more i think faith works into creativity oh yeah definitely so to say i'm not creative i'm thinking like no we miss out on yeah definitely. a part of god yeah and that's one of our things at this church like in light church we believe one of our key purposes is we want to be a church that expresses its essential creativity mm. and obviously you oversee all the creative stuff yeah. Why is it important? Why should we care about it? Like if, yeah, we believe everyone's creative, but why should we specifically invest in it? You know, like treasure it, craft it, care mm. for it. Yeah. Well, I think so often we, we kind of, we have this amazing truth to like offer the world and mm. also ourselves, but um, we often like hide it away and don't mm. show it in like a creative way. Mm. But I think if we can make something that's so amazing look amazing mm -hmm. and feel amazing like mm -hmm. for example when someone walks into church and they're like confronted with this with this room that feels warm it feels mm. inviting and like exciting. embodies yeah the message exactly yeah. and that is that's essentially what the creative team does mm. it's kind of in charge of how things look and feel mm. and what you hear mm. and so when someone walks into church and they're like oh this feels amazing mm. like it's like a tiny glimpse into what a relationship with Jesus mm, is like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the message before the message. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people also are like, oh yeah, but you can get so caught up in all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, I agree. But I also think that we, the truth stays the same, but just mm. the way we communicate it and the way we oh, show it is so different. Yeah. And, and it has, it to, has change. to change. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, and in theology, we call it aesthetics. So we think of aesthetics as in the way things look, but yeah. in theology, aesthetics, it, it binds up beauty, mm -hmm. it binds up art, and it binds up human senses. Mm. So those three things together in theology, we call them theological aesthetics. Yeah. So it's this idea of human experience. Mm. And we had a, a really good chat earlier today about human experience and how yeah. like true creativity is actually to lean in to being truly human. Definitely. And it isn't to ignore humanity. Because mm. I often hear people say like, especially in church circles, like it's not about, just like you were saying, it's not about the stuff, it's about the spirit, it's about the message. Mm, totally. Now I totally believe that, that our message following Jesus is the literally the core of what we are about, mm. the message, the person, the transformational power of Jesus yeah. is what we're about. Definitely. But these other things, it isn't, human to push away those things yeah. it's actually to embrace our pain and yeah. embrace the things that we fall short and embrace the stuff that just doesn't seem to add up mm. and in the light of that we encounter something yeah for sure we encounter the grace of god mm. we encounter his love we encounter his peace yeah like throughout the bible you literally see these people it like so you think of the disciples in the boat they weren't unaware of the storm yeah it was actually they were most aware of the storm. Yeah. And then they realized, obviously, when Jesus calmed the storm, then they realized, oh, 
something's going on yeah, here. Yeah. There's something bigger. There's there's a power here that we've never experienced. Mm-hmm. This guy can control the wind and the waves. Yeah. And it was because they were aware of like how ferocious and terrifying and, mm. and painful that this thing was. Yeah. They were able to recognize the power and sort of this transcendent, like impactful, transformational power of Jesus. Mm. And it's just the same in us. Yeah. Like leaning into our brokenness, leaning into this human experience. Yeah, definitely. We connect with something deep that connects us to God. It connects us to who he is, yeah, like definitely. his essence. Mm. I know, yeah, it connects us to God, but it also connects us together as well. Mm. Seeing as like we are all creative people, mm. like that makes collaboration amazing. Yeah. And also in yeah. terms of like a church context as well. Mm. Um, if you're kind of, for example, if you're in a creative team at church or you're kind of, you don't really know what it's for. Mm. I think it's important to know that a creative team exists because not one person can uh, kind of have the right vision. Yeah, to, as in it's not just a solo yeah, thing. Exactly, yeah. like collaboration. You, they, everyone sees the world differently mm. through like their pain, their mm. experience, their yeah. passions, their, you know what I mean? The, yeah. the things they've been through. Mm. And so when all of those people collaborate, it creates something amazing that mm. is like, it relates to every single person. Yeah, yeah. You it's kind of I mean? like this corporate expression. It's yeah. like, yeah, it, it's when we express through our pain. And, mm. and yeah, like there's that, um, it was a heresy when the Apostle Paul was in, uh, around called Gnosticism. And it was, they believed that anything of the flesh was bad and evil and yeah. horrible and anything that the spirit was good. And the idea was to kind of flee the body and get into this spiritual mm. realm. Yeah. And it's like, but actually by embracing we know we're broken we know we're hurting mm. we know life can be painful Definitely. when we lean into that and say but there is a hope that's bigger than that mm. but jesus can redeem yeah, but sure. there is more like you're saying this corporate expression mm. begins to people begin to go oh i, I can connect with it i yeah. can relate with it and i think it's so important yeah for sure but there's dynamics though mm. isn't there when people come together yeah and sometimes people can get in the way of creativity yeah, definitely. like you've experienced this people can get in the way of mm. this whether it's a creative process specifically or a this sort of creative essence that we have as people yeah this creative expression definitely people can get in the way of that mm. yeah so especially like this parallels with life as well but within a team if as creatives and obviously as we know everyone is a, is creative mm there is some level of ego mm. that comes into it and pride, pride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so in a collaboration that has to be left out mm. because okay. yeah because everybody coming in with their own pride it's like no i think this is the right way no mm. this is what i think this yeah, is, what this we're is my do. agenda this is my thing exactly yeah. everybody pushing their own agenda yeah. there's no collaboration yeah. Yeah. it's only what you're thinking yeah. and so like you, like we were talking about this earlier, and you said there was like parallel for this in real life. Mm. So would you like elaborate? Yeah, on it's a big picture, isn't it? Like mm. imagine you're writing a song with someone, and someone just keeps pushing their own idea, or you're you're trying to cra- uh, you know collaborate on a new business deal, and you got to think about the way it's got to yeah. go. Or even parenting. Yeah, Two exactly. people coming together totally. trying to create something, and neither of them giving way. Mm. But like the, the the product, the outcome is never going to be as sort of aligned or as pure as it needs to be if two people cannot just yeah, for sure. learn to lay down things that they might 
Very you know, true. be stubborn or prideful or whatever yeah. and come together to create something new. Mm. And then in life, you think about it, to be human is to be connected. We're social beings, yeah. like we need each other. Yeah. And when God puts us in these places and he calls us maybe out of our comfort zones mm. to, to create this future that he's showing us. Yeah. See, pride says, no, I've got the answers. Mm. I can do this. Yeah, so then on like a big picture of life, we think, nah, I've got it together. Mm. I can do this on my own. I don't need their input. I don't mm. need their collaboration. Yeah, definitely. And then all of a sudden, we're like this little island. Mm. And what happens? We get comfortable. Yeah. We begin to lose our ability to imagine a brighter future. Mm. We, we lose our ability to, to see what God has for us. Yeah, I believe definitely. God has purpose and potential in every single person. Yeah, but sure. when we cut off from this stuff, when we settle and we live this sort of risk-free passionless life yeah we just get comfortable yeah definitely so collaboration yeah we've got to lay down that pride and say actually we need each other yeah we we need like we need to see ourselves as not better than everyone else and more important but actually look what can people what can people add to me what can i learn from yeah, from this and exactly, how can i yeah. move forward definitely because again like the writing a song you would just not get anywhere yeah but if we believe that God has purpose and potential and this life of beauty waiting for anyone who mm. wants to live according to God's will. Yeah. That, that sort of beauty will never be seen unless we lay down totally. this feeling or, or this, this idea that we can do it on our own. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And I think that's a scary thought. Yeah, I agree. Pride robs us of beauty. Mm. That is a good thought. Also, going back to what you were saying about comfort zones as well, um, I think it's said quite a lot, like, not a lot is created. Mm. Like, no amazing things mm. are created in your comfort zone. Mm. And I think, this is something we were talking about earlier, but um, how we were kind of taught when we were younger that your imagination mm. is so, like, childlike, it's immature. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not, adults shouldn't really have a yeah. wild imagination yeah. about yeah. things. But really, does that not create some more mindedness? And Ooh. especially just in, like in church is it just ritualistic you just get up go to work go home go to church on the weekend you know what i mean yeah like, i get what you're saying yeah. are we not being like imaginative are we not uh as yeah. in if we, we lost our ability to dream yeah exactly yeah. i see so many people who maybe as kids like if i were to ask people at home listening like uh what were you like as a child you know, some people might be into Lego mm. and some people might have been into like drawing all these different things yeah. that kids do or like, you know, imagining different things. And mm. I just remember I, I used to pretend I was like a motorbike racer <laughs> or a spy or something. <laughs> and like I was that kid. Yeah. And I just, I think every kid has this ability to see other things that maybe we can't physically see, the, yeah. this ability to dream and imagine. <clears throat> and I think somewhere along the way, society or maybe even the church yeah. i'd say probably the church has played into this idea yeah. that to to dream and to imagine is childlike yeah and it's not something that can you can't make a living from that you can't you know yeah. and, and these things yeah sometimes like we have to take responsibility and do things that maybe aren't fun i'm yeah. not saying that like run away from all your things yeah. and live in the clouds <laughs> but i think that to to dream and that ability to to imagine mm. every every single human has the ability to imagine yeah for sure and i think it's been robbed from us yeah i agree and i think for us to recapture that ability to imagine something 
Like, can you imagine your life in a different place than it is right now? Mm. Can you imagine things being better? Can you imagine your family making it through this next month? Mm. Can you imagine society making it through COVID-19? Can you imagine, you know, like when we, when we cut off from this imagination, we just sink into everything that's known. Exactly. And it's like we become just a creature mm. that doesn't transcend itself and, and see future, but that just sees the now. And it, whatever is here is the best that it's going to get. Yeah, totally. But actually, the God we serve says there's hope. Mm, and I'm sure. calling you into a space that's wide open, not one that's restrictive and yeah, small, definitely. but something that's going to blow your mind. Even mm. you aren't going to be able to know. Exactly, yeah. And that excites me. And it's like, let's recapture our ability to dream totally. again. Let's recapture our ability. And when when uh, it says in the Bible to have like childlike faith. Yeah, legit. I think there's so many stories in the Bible. And I just think, you know, times in our church, times in our lives where you just have to think, you know what? I believe it. And even though things don't make sense, I believe it because that's what I have faith for. That's what God said. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think that sort of childlike view of the world where we can just, the sky is just so wide open exactly, and yeah. we've not been taught that there are rules to this and there's, you can't do that and you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, exactly. I also think along the lines of like childlike faith, I think one thing that kids do that adults seem to stop doing is asking questions. Yeah. And just like questioning. That curiosity. Them. Exactly. Yeah. Like kids ask all kinds of questions and you're just mm. like, shut up, like. It's not important. Well, I mean, me. you might be like that with kids. But. <laughs> yeah, me. But, um, no, I do think, like, a lot of adults stop asking questions yeah. and stop being like, oh, but I don't get this. Why? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's so important. Yeah. Especially with creativity as well. Like, a lot of pe- people wouldn't even question if they were creative or not because mm. they just... Yeah, I, I think it's the comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, everything's convenient. It's, like, within reaching distance. It's like, I know this. This is... My church, this is my job, this yeah. is my family, this is my routine. Exactly. And again, none of those things are wrong. Mm. But when we settle and we stop pushing and stop saying, God, I know there's more. Yeah. God, I know you want to teach me something. New this idea of God's self-revelation. It, it kind of like, imagine if you met someone on the street and you just, you got to know them, 10 minute conversation. And then from then on, you were like, oh yeah, I know that person. And it's like, but you wouldn't be able to tell me anything more about yeah. them other than what you learned exactly. in that conversation. And it's like, have we lost our ability to pursue God? Yeah. Like, have we, or maybe not even lost our ability, have we lost our desire mm. to pursue God? Yeah. And, like, I know this is a bit off topic of creativity, but if creativity is that that ability or that essence or that desire to create and to push forward into yeah. that, what was once invisible future, and now we step into it mm. as you know, I guess you say manifested or whatever it might be. Yeah. But when it comes to God, like Toza, A.W. Toza, like our family are big into Toza. Yeah. Um, he, he wrote this book, uh, The Pursuit of God, and he talks about this thing that religion sells this idea that God is acquirable. Mm. Like when you become a Christian, yeah. it's like done, you've acquired God. Yeah. But actually relationship, it's this paradox of you've, you know, but you never stop trying to find out who he is. Yeah. It's like you, your thirst has been quenched, yet you never stop longing for more. Yeah, totally. And it's, it is this paradox, like God is fully knowable, yet you never really yeah, grasp him. For sure. And I think we need to, again, recapture that desire to say, I just, I just want more. Mm. And maybe be dissatisfied with just 
knowing about him Definitely. or knowing a time when we knew God or yeah. the things we know about him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've gone a bit off topic, but it's good. I'm yeah, enjoying it. Let's good. keep going. Yeah. So you know how you were saying about how uh, we should always be desiring more and going after more? Some people might see that as like being dissatisfied with the moment or like mm. not being in the moment. Yeah. What do you think yeah, about yeah. that? I think that's interesting. What I'm not saying is that you should look around in your life and never be happy or grateful Mm -hmm. because actually gratitude, it kind of creates peace because you're grateful for the things around you, the things that God's provided for you and Mm -hmm. the the place that you're in. Like you are where you are. You have to recognize that. But what I'm talking about is kind of like a trajectory. It's kind of like we, as Christians, we believe that there is more. Yeah. Like we believe that that God is calling us in. God is a, a guy. He said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Like mm-hmm. he's a constant, but he's also calling us to grow, calling us to to know him deeper. Yeah. He's calling us to be the people that he's made us to be. Yeah, totally. And that takes some walking out. It yeah. takes obedience, like For you sure. said earlier, decisions, like making the right decisions in order to to realize that future yeah, that he's got for us for sure. it doesn't just come yeah yeah so i get what you mean about it not being like in the moment but i don't know what do you think does it sound like we're dissatisfied in the moment or does it sound greedy maybe mm-hmm. like god give me more give me more no i think i mean i guess it could sound like that but i think we should never stop striving mm. you know what i mean mm. i feel like we should never be it might sound bad, but like we should never be just satisfied with where we are. We always need to be moving forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I guess always find contentment. Yeah. But I think we, we always want to be growing. We always want to be changing. Like, mm. creativity is all about this. Like, mm. seeing the world differently, seeing your life differently. Mm. You, like, what happened if you got up one morning and was like, oh, I'm going to do this day completely differently to how I usually do? Mm. All the same things but differently. Maybe like a different perspective or attitude. Well, exactly. Or, and yeah. it actually will change your whole day. Like, yeah. And it kind of gives you a, a bigger view of what you could be doing. You know what I mean? Mm. I think life does become so ritualistic and maybe yeah. it's just a like big routine sometimes. Mm. So I mean, we're all, guilt, we're all guilty of it. Everyone. Like there's been seasons in Me. my life where I've just been like a robot. Just like, yeah, like when I was finishing uni, I just had to get stuff done. And, yeah. And, and but, that's how life is. Yeah, but some people can live in that spot. And mm. for me, like it really dried me out. And I'm not saying, oh, we're not saying that routine is bad. No. Because creativity also has to have framework oh, totally. and yeah. and boundaries. And, for sure. But it's this, it's this idea of not settling. Mm, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I love the idea that we're always growing. And as a church, we, we just want to keep doing that as yeah. well. And yeah. Especially like with our creative team as well. Like I know I'm so keen to grow this team. Mm. I'm so excited for. Yeah, what we're talk do. to us about these creative nights you're going to be doing. True. So in the next couple of months, we're actually going to be. Uh, I'm going to be hosting some creative nights. So, mm. um, we've got a lineup of people, uh, who we're going to be having conversations with about creativity. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And, um, people who actually would we would probably class as um like. Oh, what was it? What was the thing you called it before? Like, uh, oh, artistic art- yeah. creatives. Artistic yeah, yeah, creatives. Yeah, yeah. They're probably artistic creatives, mm. like people who may be in the music industry or like mm. dance, things like that. Mm. And we're essentially just going to be chatting about how we can grow as creatives, mm. what it means to create in, like, a, for example, a coronavirus has been so yeah. weird for for people who are creative and mm. well, everyone. It's been tough. Yeah. yeah. 
But do you not think the crazy part, even us as a church, in the light of all the madness of yeah. society, uh, of this pandemic, of, of everything, it's just this message that uh, peace isn't everything being okay. Yeah. But you being okay in everything. Definitely. And I think this period, the creativity and resourcefulness of our church, both with the community care response yeah, and our honestly. virtual gatherings and all these different things. It just shows like the resilience of humanity. Exactly. But our ability to adapt and change and innovate and yeah, see things exactly. differently. So people that are listening right now, people may be feeling like, I'm not creative. I don't understand how you, you how you see me as that. Like you don't know what I'm like. You don't know I can't sing or or whatever it might be. Like this, this coronavirus period has been such a demonstration of what human creativity looks like. Yeah. Like we've been able to reach so many people and help so many people. Why? Because we didn't choose to just accept the way things were. Mm. But we said, actually, there could be more. There could be a different way. Yeah, totally. And that excites me. Yeah, me it's, too. It's been good. Definitely. It's been amazing how like all of the teams mm. in the church have stepped up mm. and everybody in the community as well. They've mm. been so willing to help especially with the community care response, yeah. like a team was formed immediately. Yeah, And there's been countless volunteers. But I have loved having this conversation mm. and it's been really cool. We went off topic loads of times, but that's oh, normal good. for us. It's good. Um, I mean, I'm surprised we kept it so short. <laughs> me too. Um, but yeah, why don't you just kind of leave us with an encouragement mm. and we'll close up. Yeah, I guess I would say if you're listening this morning and you just feel like maybe... You've, you've felt that desire for there to be more. You felt that desire that there's something inside of you that just that just doesn't sit right. You've mm-hmm. tried so many different things. You've tried to to get out of this feeling maybe by numbing it or maybe by, by trying to uh, convince yourself that it's not there or distract yourself or whatever it might be. But this desire you have inside of yourself, there must be something more. I want to encourage you that God loves you more than anything. He sent his son down to live a human life, to to walk like you and me. He encountered life like you and me. And he was tortured and murdered on a cross and he took on our sin and our shame because he wanted to create a way for you to experience freedom, for you to experience what life could feel like reunited with your creator, for that thing inside of you, that hole inside of you to just feel okay again. And then you ascend it back into heaven to rule and reign forever. And, and this can sound mythological or crazy, but this is the good news that we are centered around. We believe it and we know that it can change your life. Why? Because it's changed our life. And we're not going to sit here and say, you should try it. And we haven't tried this. Jesus has completely changed our life. He has given us purpose. Mm-hmm. He has given us freedom. He has given us peace in the midst of craziness. So this morning, I want to encourage you, you have this desire for more. Maybe this morning could be a morning where you make that decision to just say, you know what, Jesus, I I want to give you my life. I want to believe that there is a future. There is a future both now and there is a future beyond all that we can see. You just want to say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my brokenness. I give you my hurt. I give you my pain. I give you everything I've got. And this morning could be a morning that would change your life forever. And maybe for you listening this morning that might just feel like, 
Well, I get it. We've talked about creativity. We've talked about some things and maybe you've been stirred. Actually, there's a part of you that you've been neglecting. Maybe society has told you to grow up. Or maybe someone has told you once in your life to stop dreaming. Maybe this morning is that morning where you're going to reawaken that part of you that sees the world different, that childlike faith that begins to dream for a better tomorrow. Maybe this morning is going to be a morning where that part comes alive again. So we're going to pray and uh, we're going to hand back over to Dan and Grace. But it's been good chatting. So good. And uh, can you pray for us this morning? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Father, I just want to thank you for this amazing church. I thank you for um, the future that you have for this church. I want to thank you for every individual uh, that's listening to us right now. God, I thank you that um, you've been speaking throughout this whole conversation. And God, I just pray that... Um, yeah, you'll just convict some people today. You'll mm. encourage some people today. God, I thank you that uh, you are a creative God and I thank mm. you that you have made us to be creative. God, I'm so excited for um, what you have planned for this church and what you have planned for uh, each individual as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to a weekly message from Light Church. If you would like any more information, you can find us online or on social media. Thanks for listening.